What's up, everybody? Welcome to the good old 17th day of the month. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm not wearing any green. St. Patrick's Day. Another one of those trash holidays built on a lie. St. Patrick didn't go in to save the Irish. He was sent in by the Romans to drive out everybody who didn't believe like them. As you can tell, I can't stand trash traditions based on lies. Anyway, on a lighter note, happy Friday. We've got a good stream tonight with a lot of news about DJT, a lot of Trump news. Just lots of different things. He's back to posting on Facebook, allowed back on YouTube. Trump's announced his first 2024 campaign stop in Waco, Texas. Uh, NBC is reporting that Trump could be indicted possibly next week. Ooh, boogeyman. So we're going to go through a bunch of that. Also some Biden crime family news. Also, ooh, this is good. This is real good. This one made me laugh. The Atlantic newspaper. You guys familiar with the Atlantic deep state globalist propaganda trash? They released an article yesterday claiming that they found the new culprit, the new mammalian culprit for COVID. It's not bats anymore. It's now, get this, raccoon dogs. Raccoon dogs. Yes. We'll get to that story in a few minutes. Oh, my God. I can't even. Ah. You can't fix stupid. Uh, what else? What else? Some protests going on in France because Macron's a piece of shit. What else? What else? We're going to destroy a bunch of wokeness in this show, too. Um, climate change. The gender agenda. Destroy some uh, colonialist groupthink. The English language is colonialist now. Let's see. Pornhub got bought out by a venture capital group called the Ethical Capital Partners. Ruminate on that one. Ethical Capital Partners is the name of the group that just bought out Pornhub. All right, whatever. Backwards world, clown world. Jeez. And uh, Microsoft laid off their whole artificial intelligence ethics team. Right? Right? Think about it. It only makes sense when you don't think about it. Ethics team. As they released their chat GPT-4, many times more powerful than chat GPT-3, Microsoft lays off their whole AI team. All right, all those stories on deck and more. I don't want to ruin everything by telling you what I'm going to talk about here in the intro. So shout out, Dirk. Appreciate that dollar. Trump and Putin are headed for jail. Next week should be real interesting. Yeah, let's let's take the bets. Let's get the pool going. What do you guys want to bet that Trump does not get indicted next week? Or nothing happens to Putin. Yeah, I saw that headline that the uh, International Criminal Court, is that what it was called? I saw the acronym ICC. I think it stands for the International Criminal Court. Something to that effect. Um, called for Putin to be arrested for war crimes. Okay. All right. What authority does that court have? Um, arbitrary 
dealing there. How are they going to go into Russia and get Putin? Yeah, I don't know. The suspense, right? The suspense. It is March Madness, friends. March Madness is going to end with some April Fool's somewhere. Okay, let's get into it. Starting off with today's sponsor, that is Patriot Gold Group. You guys, all this banking nonsense going on, this banking drama, it is doing good stuff for gold and silver. Both gold and silver are up like 4% just today. 12% in the last like four days. There's a lot of money flowing into gold and silver and also cryptocurrency. People are just getting their money out of the banks and placing them in hedges that are a lot apparently safer and more reliable than our financial system teetering on the edge right now. So if you want to invest in gold and silver, check out Patriot Gold Group. They've got uh, physical gold and silver. They'll get right to you, right to your doorstep. They also have retirement accounts and specials going on with their retirement accounts with qualifying rollovers right now. You can give them a call. You can check out their website. You can check out their investor guides. Their website will be linked in the description below this video. They also have a phone number up there you can call and tell them you heard about them through this channel, and they will treat you well, hook you up, and you'll be able to support this podcast. So first story of the day coming from NBC. Take that for what it's worth. NBC. New York Security. They're talking about local, state, and federal law enforcement and security agencies are preparing for the possibility that Trump could be indicted as early as next week. But get this. This was according to five senior officials familiar with the uh, discussions, I guess. Officials say... Officials say uh, all the actual security and law enforcement agencies in New York declined to comment. So this is all coming from anonymous sources, as it always freaking is. And the indictment they're saying that is possible, possible, working word there, possible, dun, 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 possible. That could come next week. This is because of the whole Stormy Daniels lawsuit. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the... Mar-a-Lago raid or anything like that. This has to do with the Stormy Daniels supposed alleged hush money case. Where Trump supposedly allegedly paid Stormy Daniels $130,000 before the 2016 presidential election to keep quiet. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we'll see if that actually happens. Place your bets. Uh, maybe that news is coming out to try to divert attention away from the Biden crime family. Congressional investigations going on into the Biden crime family, into a bunch of bank accounts they had, at least a dozen bank accounts, used to funnel money from foreign sources. Some of those foreign sources include the Middle East, and there's also allegations that some of these bank accounts could be connected to Chinese Communist Party individuals. And now it looks like there's also other members of the Biden crime family named in these bank accounts that aren't Joe Biden or even Hunter Biden, like other Bidens that really haven't been in the news much. Wonder who that could be. Biden's brother, maybe? Or even Joe Biden's wife, Jill? Who knows? Maybe we'll find out soon. 
but Representative James Comer said it's getting very close to Joe. Telling that to Just the News, John Solomon's outfit here. So that is happening. Uh, stuff coming out against the Bidens. Maybe that's why it's uh, all the mainstream media is in get Trump mode. Get Trump. Washington Post here on their get Trump bandwagon. Releasing this article today. Trump commissioned report undercut his claims of dead and double voters. So the Washington Post. You are fake news. Is reporting on here that there was a uh, there was a report that Trump paid $600,000 to different researchers and investigators to create right after the 2020 election. This report was called Project 2020, report conducted by the Berkeley Research Group, has now been obtained by prosecutors investigating January 6th. A copy was reviewed by the Washington Post. And they're saying it shows Trump's campaign paid 600 grand for research, blah, blah, blah. The research was never made public, and the research undercuts many of his explosive claims, so says the Washington Post. So first question, uh, if this report was obtained by January 6th prosecutors, who leaked that report over to the Washington Post? That's one question. Second question, uh, is this even true? Is this even true? <laughs> Alrighty, so that's WAPO in there, get Trump mode. Now we have Trump going after uh, Ron DeSantis, again, making this interesting true social post yesterday. Also calling out the Babylon Bee. This is an odd one. So Trump posts a screenshot that says the Babylon Bee, and it has a list of payments Amount, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, candidate, Ron DeSantis. Trump wrote, why is Ron DeSanctimonious paying the Babylon Bee a non-entity? $5,000 a month, so far $21, $5,000, if he's not running for president. So Trump is saying that Ron DeSantis is paying the Babylon Bee five grand a month. Also calls the Babylon be a non-entity. Okay. But this screenshot, um, when I look at this screenshot, it looks like it looks like the opposite is happening because it says Babylon B entity payments. The page displays individual payments made to these persons. It looks like the Babylon B is paying Ron DeSantis, not Ron DeSantis paying the Babylon B. Which, if that's the case. Still begs a lot of questions. Why is the Babylon Bee paying Ron DeSantis five grand a month? Again, if Ron DeSantis isn't going to be running for anything. If he's not running for president. It looks like the Babylon Bee is putting their hat in for Ron DeSantis. Which, um... Ah, don't do it, Babylon Bee! Don't turn into some... Like, fake MAGA organization. Or start going for DeSantis. Come on, man. Stay strong, Babylon B. But yeah, you know, mainstream conservatives are going to mainstream conservative. There's a lot of, what do we call them now? Con Inc., I guess is the popular term. Or There's a lot of mainstream conservatives that just don't like Trump because what's their excuse they usually use? Drama. I don't like Trump because he's too much drama. 
Trump says a lot of dumb stuff. I wish Trump would just shut up. Okay. Have fun with your politically correct NPC groupthink there. No, that's the reason we love Trump. Is because he opens his mouth. <laughs> is because he stirs up the shit. He causes the drama where drama needs to be had. I can't stand people that don't like drama. I don't want drama in my life. Bitch, the world's dramatic. Sometimes we need drama to stir up the shit and clean the slate. To expose some folks. Sometimes drama is necessary. Gotta deal with it. So, anyway. Back to Trump's post here. He says Ron DeSantis is paying the Babylon Bee, but I, I think it's the other way around. I think the Babylon Bee is paying Ron DeSantis. If I'm looking at this screenshot and assessing it correctly, and it looks like the Babylon Bee could be paying Ron DeSantis for a run for president soon. So we'll see. We'll see how the Babylon Bee's reporting turns out. Oh, no. Bummer. Comment in the chat says, that's what my boomer parents think. Are you referring to the uh, Trump hate? When a lot of these conservatives hate Trump because he says mean things. He just needs to stop tweeting. He's too much drama. Nah. Uh, it's that politically correct speak. I don't like it. Uh, all right. More Trump news. Trump is back on YouTube after a two-year suspension. So YouTube announced... Uh, YouTube's public policy VP said that beginning today, Trump can return to his channel and he's no longer restricted from posting on it. Um, so here's one thing, you guys, that people tend to get confused about Trump's YouTube and Facebook accounts is that they never got removed. I see this a lot with Trump's Facebook account. His accounts never got removed from the platforms. So every once in a while, like every few weeks or once or twice a month, I'll see some posts going around of people that check out Trump's Facebook page and go, oh my gosh, Trump got reinstated on Facebook. Um, just because they see his account up there, but his accounts never went down. He just got restricted from posting on them, okay? He just got restricted from posting on them. His Twitter account did get suspended. That did get removed for all intents and purposes, and that one got reinstated, but uh, his access to Facebook and YouTube just got restricted. But the accounts were still up, and all the posts were still up. Although now, YouTube is saying that Trump can post there again. And Trump is posting on Facebook again, making this post today for the first time in a little over two years. Since 2021, I'm back. So I imagine Trump is going to use Facebook and YouTube and even Twitter simply for campaign posts. Then I imagine Trump will continue using True Social just to get all his day-to-day -day postings in. So that's probably how it'll go down. Trump still has the True Social platform, wants to protect his investment there, get people on a True Social, etc. Probably will just use YouTube and Facebook for the campaigning and then speaking of campaigning trump updating his trump campaign website today announcing a make a great make america greater again rally in waco texas on march 25th so in a little over a week 
will be his first 2024 campaign stop in Waco. Waco. Speaking of... Screw the FBI. Speaking of Fed boys. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there's that. Should be fun. Next. Apple removed the uh, January 6th prison choir song. Breitbart calls it Donald Trump's song. Was it Trump's song? Did he have any involvement in it? I don't know, but it was... Uh, the song was called Justice for All. It involved the January 6th prisoners singing, actually, like the prison choir. They were involved in it. And all of the proceeds from the digital download looks like there were 22,000 digital downloads all the proceeds were going to certain January 6 families in need but Apple removed it Apple removed it for a minute and then I guess did they did they reinstate it or something because a Apple music representative said that the song's removal was due to a miscommunication seems to have been a miscommunication between our comms department and our music operations team an apple music representative told kosh patel oops you weren't supposed to remove that now we're going to get a bunch of bad press ah shucks but it looks like the song is going to be back up there soon so hey good press for it i suppose now more people are aware about it and on the topic of january 6th doj tells court to expect a deluge of new January 6th, prosecutions. More than 1,000 additional people could still face charges in connection to the January 6th protests, according to a letter to the D.C. federal court from the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C. And they're doing this after Tucker Carlson has been releasing the previously unreleased footage from January 6th that clearly showed the Capitol Police were, like, touring some of the protesters around the Capitol grounds and allowing them in, opening up the barricade. I mean, then we get this news. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you, like, what? Is this real life? What is happening here? All right. All right. What's our next story? Oh, this Rasmussen poll. Rasmussen. One of the only honest pollsters in the land. So a new Rasmussen poll reveals that Carrie Lake, Abe Hamaday, and Mark Fincham, all the candidates there in Arizona that lost but didn't really lose. They won, but they lost. They actually won the 2022 election according to uh, a Rasmussen poll. And they said Kerry Lake should have won by about eight points, according to uh, their poll here. So there you go. I think the head of Rasmussen was on Steve Bannon's show today to talk about it, too. Or on his show uh, yesterday. And they've got more explosive stuff coming out of Arizona there. So there's Kerry Lake's statement on it. And there you go. Go Rasmussen. Keeping your polls honest. Hunter Biden news. Back to the Bidens. Hunter Biden files counterclaims against computer repairman over handling of infamous laptop. 
top. Attorneys representing Hunter Biden filed his answer and counterclaims alleging invasion of privacy in response to a defamation lawsuit brought by the Delaware-based computer repairman, John Paul Mac Isaac. Ah, uh, yes. Invasion of privacy. When you hand over your laptop to a repair shop that has absolutely no security features on it, that is not encrypted, you hand it over to a repair shop. That's kind of turning over your good. I mean, how is that an invasion of privacy? It's not like he hacked the thing. Know what I'm saying? But yeah, there's that. New Twitter files. Matt Taibbi here. Twitter files, edition number 19. I will update my running substack with all the Twitter files uh, tonight. Number 19 here. This is hyper-focusing on COVID-19 and the vaccine censorship. It also focuses on Stanford and this group called the Virality Project. The Virality Project, some think tank, NGO, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but they were working with big tech and also Stanford to censor vaccine content in the 2021 time frame. Yeah, so feel free to read through that. Go check out Matt Taibbi's page for it. And again, I'll post this on the uh, my running Substack list of all the COVID or Twitter files to date. And I'll go ahead and uh, post a link to this on Telegram after I'm done streaming here. So good old Stanford. They were even calling out uh, QAnon people in some of these posts too. So anyway, there's that. Oh, yes. Here is our article from The Atlantic. Now, remember, one of the owners of The Atlantic is uh, Steve Jobs' widow. I guess we call her a widow now. Lauren Laureen Powell Jobs. Laureen Powell Jobs, who's pretty good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. Photos of them together out there in the public domain. Just to give you an idea as to who owns The Atlantic. They released this article yesterday. It says, The strongest evidence yet that an animal started the pandemic. Yes, that animal is the uh, CCP and Fauci. Fauci is that animal. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. The strongest evidence yet that an animal started the pandemic. It says, A new analysis of genetic samples from China appears to link the pandemic's origin to... Get this, raccoon dogs. And this news coming out after, of course, the Department of Energy report said that COVID was probably a lab leak and the whole lab leak narrative has been all over the place the past few weeks. Lab leak, lab leak, lab leak. It's basically beyond a shadow of a doubt now that it was a lab leak. The Atlantic goes and posts this shit. What the hell is a raccoon dog? Sounds like that was created in a lab. They mixed a raccoon and a dog, created a raccoon dog in a lab. And that's what caused COVID. Yeah, I shit you not. So I can't read much of this article because it's behind the Atlantic stupid paywall. But I, I can't really see who did this study. It doesn't say that in the 
two paragraphs that The Atlantic so graciously allows us to read, not behind the paywall, but they're saying that at the end of 2019, there were raccoon dogs being illegally sold at uh, the Huanan Seafood Wholesale Market in Wuhan, and that's where the virus really originated. It was from raccoon dogs sold at the wet market in Wuhan at the end of 2019. <laughs> oh my God. Are you not entertained? I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Raccoon dogs. Jeez. Trash pandas. That's what they're called. Trash pandas. Okay. Onward. Got this interesting news story about fluoride. Fluoride's been in the news a little bit lately. Um, the EPA is being sued by a nonprofit. This doesn't have to do with this news so story on the screen, but this was a story uh, late last week is that the EPA is being sued by a nonprofit called the Fluoride Action Network. And the Fluoride Action Network's actually been suing the EPA for like six years. They've been in a legal battle for the EPA for years. And the EPA and the CDC have just been stole, stonewalling it. And um, But now the judges in that court case are kind of sick of the EPA just delaying, delaying, delaying. And they're not really letting the EPA delay anymore. So the EPA might get forced to uh, release some science about fluoride. But we don't have to wait for that because here's this story from the, uh, the Defender, Children's Health Defense, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s outlet. Headline says, report linking fluoride to lower IQ in children made public after the CDC and HHS tried to block it. The National Toxicology Program on Wednesday released a draft report linking prenatal and childhood fluoride exposure to reduced IQ after public health officials tried for almost a year to block its publication. Those health officials were from the CDC and the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. They tried to block the National Toxicology Program from releasing the report. According to emails obtained through Freedom of Information Act requests. But a court order stemming from a lawsuit filed by Food and Water Watch against the EPA forced the report's release this week. That is a different lawsuit than I was just talking about. I was just mentioning to you the Fluoride Action Network suing the EPA. This looks like another group, Food and Water Watch. So we've got multiple lawsuits going on against the EPA right now, against the government to admit that fluoride is neurotoxic to children, multiple groups suing the EPA. Just on fluoride, man, freaking fluoride. That's like conspiracy theory 101 research. Uh, fluoride's not really good for you. Get it out of your toothpaste. Don't let your dentist shove that shit in your mouth. It's just basic, but there's still some people out there that have yet to wake up to fluoride. So, you know, those are the people that think the 2020 election was safe and secure and they're still wearing two masks and got their boosters. So, you know, it is what it is. Our next story, World Health Organization. The World Health Organization said today that the COVID-19 pandemic could settle down this year to a point where it poses a threat similar to flu. Translation. The COVID-19 pandemic could become the flu that it's always been for the last three years. 
going to settle down to be the flu, the same flu that it's always been. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. God, the World Health Organization, you know. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. And on to Macron. I'm going to press that button again. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Macron's pissing off the French. So Macron overruled his parliament to pass a retirement age bill that increased the pension age. The age to get your pension in France used to be 62. They've now upped it to 64. They increased it by two years. And Macron used his special constitutional powers. How constitutional to override your own parliament and force this increase in pension age through. And that pissed off quite a few French people. Here they are out protesting. I mean, they were just, it looks like they were looking for an excuse to protest Macron. So, oh, he did a thing. Let's get out in the streets. I mean, most people there aren't even of pension age, but you got a few gray hairs out there protesting like, I want my benefits, Macron. You globalist scum. Give me my retirement money. You know what we should do? Not let Macron get any retirement money. Here's a, more, here's a few more. Uh, right, cops out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get you some. There we go. Okay, next story. We're on to uh, Silicon Valley Bank, the financial system. So the Wall Street Journal put out this article like an a uh, few hours ago i just found it before going live here threw it in the stream silicon valley bank failed after rising interest rates reduced the value of its assets which speaking of which also in the news is that it's being said the federal reserve next week they have a meeting the federal reserve board of governors and it's being said that they're going to still raise the rates they're still going to raise the rates next week as per estimates, as per reports. So that could cause even more stress on banks. Anyway, back to this Wall Street Journal article. Silicon Valley Bank, uh, in a new study, economists said that they found, get this, 186 other banks that might be prone to similar risks of collapsing like Silicon Valley Bank. In a paper posted this week to the Social Science Research Network. The economists estimated how much market value individual U.S. banks' asset books have lost during the Fed's rapid rate increasing campaign. And that's where they said 186 other banks could be prone to similar risks. So I guess you go check out that paper and see if your bank's on it. And if it is, find a new bank. Or find some gold and silver or find some Bitcoin. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, watch the Federal Reserve just keep raising rates and keep putting stress on all these companies. <laughs> it's going to be a shit show in 2023, man. It's going to be a shit show. So put a rainy day fund out. Put, uh, put, stock some stuff in there. 
And then, gotta love this from the New York Times. Everything woke turns to shit. Fact check. New York Times in the business of fact checking now. No, wokeness did not cause Silicon Valley's banks to collapse. Wokeness did not cause Silicon Valley Bank to collapse. Blaming workplace diversity or environmentally and socially conscious investments for the firm's downfall signals a complete lack of understanding of how banks work, one expert said. Wow, that's some that's some hard-hitting journalism there, Linda Q. <laughs> Interesting name. Ah, geez, Linda. Linda's the new Karen. We're going to retire... Retire the name Karen. It's now the Lindas out there, fact-checking. Obviously, jokes. Obvious, sarcastic jokes. Sorry, any Lindas watching this stream. No no harm done. It's not nothing personal. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. No shit, Sherlock! It's an obvious, sarcastic joke. But when these companies are super woke, then yes, we will uh, make that joke and mean it. And now let's finish up this stream diving into some wokeness. First off, we've got Greta Thunberg and some climate change BS. So this tweet, this research tweet went viral yesterday and it looks like Twitter uh, did away with their 280 character limit. They now allow books to be written in tweet form. So this person, Dr. Simon Godek, not familiar with who they are, but they did some digging into Greta Thunberg's story, said it's no coincidence that her first appearance was on August 20th, 2018, with a sit-in protest in front of the Swedish parliament, followed by coincidentally four days later, releasing a book she co-authored with her mother. But that's not all. The PR machine for her was already in full swing on August 20th, thanks to a man named Ingmar Renzog, who financed and drove the campaign through his company, We Don't Have Time. And guess what? Renzog is also coincidentally the chairman of the think tank Global Challenge, which is now coincidentally fully financed by a billionaire named Christine Person. And what a coincidence, both Christine Person and... Uh, this other person happened to be members of the World Economic Forum. So there you go. Boop. Good old puppets. Good old teenage puppets. Climate puppets. They already had the whole Greta Thunberg operation planned from the get-go with a book, with financing, and it all connects back to the World Economic Forum. Big surprise. So, there you go. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. One more thing on climate change. Uh, in Utah, get this. I mean, I would expect this more in, like, California or New York, but Utah? A Utah school gives kids insects to eat in class for a climate assignment on cows killing the earth. The teacher that gave the sixth grade students bugs to eat said there's only one right answer to this essay 
and it's that Americans should be eating bugs. The whole middle school was in on it. Even the, even the school district and the principal put out emails announcing how much of a success the class assignment was to eat the bugs. Eating mealworms and shit. Some parents definitely not happy that their children were getting indoctrinated into what they called a dark climate change religion. Pretty much what it is. Cult. Cult religion. Climate change cult. So, you know, that's what you get when you get when your kids go to public schools. Uh, you know, sometimes parents' financial or situations just don't allow them to homeschool their kids, so their kids have to go to public schools. But if they do, you better be involved. You better know what kids are learning. And you better find a school district that doesn't push mealworms on your kids with climate propaganda. Everything woke turns to shit. Now we got gender agenda on deck, so we're going to more woke schools, more terrible schooling. University of South Carolina. We're up to the universities now. It's one thing to have propaganda pushed at the public grade school. It's another thing to literally pay to get indoctrinated at a university, but this is the University of South Carolina's uh, training video on gender affirmation for parents that they put out recently. This is a doozy. Hello, how are you today? Hello, I'm here for my child's appointment. The name is S. Harris. Date of birth? 8-14-2012. Great, before we take you, we just need you to fill out these forms for us. You can sit down and bring them back to me when you're done. Thank you. You can see him filling out the pronoun section. Gender identity. Uh, which one do I circle? Looks at his kid. Circles male. Puts a question mark there. God. So, Sam, I'd like to ask you a few more questions, if that's okay. Okay. All right. Can you tell me, do you feel like a boy, like a girl, like both or neither? And there's no right answer. He keeps telling me that he's a girl and that he doesn't like boy stuff. So we let him go by the name of Sam, which I like because it could be for a boy or for a girl. I don't know, I, I think he just wants to be like his big sister. Dad, I told you, I'm a girl. I'm sorry, honey, this is hard to understand. Indeed. Thank you for sharing that. I would like to ask Sam. So what do you say, Sam? I'm a girl. How long have you known you're a girl? I don't know, but a long time. So when we're talking about you, would you like for us to say he or she? She. Okay, thanks. In this scenario, the registration form provided an opportunity for the parent to share his child's name, pronouns, and gender identity. This helped inform the provider in asking follow-up questions with Sam and his parent during the clinical visit. The provider was able to update the EHR after talking to Sam to make sure that the information about Sam's pronouns and gender identity was correct. You failed as a parent. 
you have failed as the actor parent you are. God, why would they even participate in filming that ad? Chat says, you hope this is satire. Oh, I wish. I wish it was. But it didn't look like it. Medical University of South Carolina. Again, stuff I would expect more out of like University of Southern California or Stanford or like New York University or something like that. But South Carolina in Utah? Is there no place that is sacred in this country anymore? I'm just going to go... live in the woods very far away very far away from people i think i'm gonna move to alaska like northern alaska where the only thing out there is trees and me okay oxfam oxfam released a new 92 page inclusivity guide calling english the language of a colonizing nation and tell staff to avoid the words mother and headquarters and even youth and don't call people elderly or seniors inclusivity language guide oh my god So what do I speak? I can't I can't say anything cuz I'm a colonizer, I guess. I don't know, man. What? Here's the thing about the whole colonizing trigger shit that the woke people get all up in arms about. Go back hundreds of years, go back thousands of years, go back tens of thousands of years, pretty much every culture, even all the way back to the hunter-gatherer tribes in antiquity, hasn't every culture been both the colonizer and the colonized at some point? Otherwise, how did we get here? How do humans move around, right? Go back 5,000 years. You had this African tribe versus this African tribe. All black people. Tribal wars. This tribe wins. Takes over the land. Colonizes this tribe. You had white people colonize other white people. Vikings sail over here to England. Ah, colonize England. England got colonized. Then what does England do hundreds of years later? Sail their ships across the seas and colonize land. I mean, it's human movement. It's been going on between all the generations and all the cultures and all the colors for generations, forever. Those extraterrestrials better not come here to Earth, those damn colonizers. We can't, we can't go to their planet. We would be colonizers. Ah, how dare you speak English in those comments, you damn colonizers. Speak a different language. 
It's not like the Spanish ever colonized anything. Those conquistadors, can we speak Spanish? Or is that a colonizing language? What about German? Speaking of German colonization, can we speak German? What, what language are we relegated to now? We just have to telepathically talk to each other. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. All right. Two more stories. Pornhub acquired by Canadian private equity firm Ethical Capital Partners. Now, if you didn't know this, uh, the, the CEOs of Pornhub quit. They resigned like four or five months ago because of all of the allegations and lawsuits hitting Pornhub about them uh, them facilitating trafficking and um, child underage videos on their platform and all sorts of just nasty shit. So Pornhub's been going through the ropes. Now a Canadian private equity firm, Ethical Capital Partners, bought Pornhub. Ethical Capital Partners. Yeah. And this is a brand new financial group, and this is their first transaction. This purchase is Ethical Capital Partners' first transaction. So, oh, and Ethical Capital Partners is led by a cannabis entrepreneur, criminal lawyer. Oh, and one of its managing partners is the retired chief superintendent of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. <laughs> so one guy involved in the purchase of Pornhub is a retired chief at the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. You can't make this up. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, there you go. That's um that's your Clown World Award of the Day there. Clown World Award of the Day news story. Capital Ethical Partners, Ethical Partners buying Pornhub. All right. Uh, uh, last story here. Microsoft laying off their entire artificial intelligence ethics team while going all out on chat GPT. This is what I envisioning happening at the beginning of all of those fu futuristic horror movies. Like this is how Terminator started, right? I'm not sure, but I'm assuming it is. This is how the Matrix started, right? <laughs> Good job, Microsoft. Laying off your whole AI ethics team. Right as you release ChatGPT4, which is immensely more powerful than ChatGPT3. Oh, man. All right, we're done. We're done with that woke BS. <laughs> man. Shut the hell up. All right, guys, I'm going to bring the chat. Ooh, it's Friday. You know what that means.
Who needs ethics these days, right? Ethics are overrated. I'm trying to make money in this world. I don't need ethics. Ha. Unit 8200. Ethical Capital Partners. I see what you did there. I remember a couple of years ago coming across some research linking I guess the ex-CEOs now of Pornhub, but uh, I came across research linking them to Mossad, but I don't remember where that research was. It might have been a Twitter thread or an article somewhere, but if you if you have any digs on that, Pornhub guys being linked to, uh, to Mossad, let me know. But yeah, Unit 8200, Ethical Capital Partners. That's, I see what you did there. Am I Irish at all? I think there's a fraction of Irish in there, yeah. I'm mostly Scandinavian. Mostly Norwegian. So most of my blood is Viking blood, but I think the other portion of me is a mix of, like, German, Irish... There's a little bit of Eastern European in there. So my Viking ancestors probably, they probably colonized England. And that's what made me. What's up, coffee lady? Did I see your post on True Social that Brad Barton is back? Ooh, is he? He must have a, a new uh, multi-level marketing grift to sell. He probably just needs some money. He's back at it. Is he still promoting Phil Godlewski? <laughs> ah. my thoughts on Ben Shapiro um, uh, do you want my my biased opinion because that's all I offer um, I'm not a fan of his I think he's kind of a blowhard he says some logic here and there destroys wokeness generally destroys says says solid things but there's a lot of stuff he says here and there that's just like diet woke bs kind of to toes the line i 
Am I going to do a podcast of my Nazar Substack? Well, I uploaded the Rumble read-along video. I guess I could upload that as a podcast. Ireland and England both had Viking colonies and were accepted by the population and assimilated. I think it would kind of go a couple of different ways. There probably were some more peaceful Viking tribes that sailed over and assimilated into the English culture, but there were probably a few more warring tribes, more violent tribes. So there's probably a little bit of both. Granted, all we're sold about history is sensationalized, full of embellishment, a lot of data missing, of course, so we're kind of led to believe the Vikings are these bloodthirsty murderous raiders. Pretty much any, like, any pagan culture, right, in history, whether it's the Druids or the Vikings or what have you, we're sold this idea that they were all child-sacrificing, murderous, bloodthirsty heathens when that's probably not the case. <laughs> it's just how the, uh, you know, the establishment church wants you to think what they wanted their, their plebes to think back then so they could promote their agendas around the world. I'll save that for a video later. What's up, Rocky's girl? Thanks for the rumble rant. CanCon has been giving Tori Says props during his Badland shows. Ooh. Ooh. Don't know. Don't know if CanCon's aware of uh, Tori Says and her chicanery. I'll check it out. Problem with the two-party system is they fight against one another, so it's always a stalemate. It's by design. By design. Divide and conquer, right? Microsoft engineers are expressing their fear of the potential harm the digital beast known as ChatGPT can achieve. They leave a caveat if directed by the wrong individuals. Yeah, when it comes to these AI language tools, 
Somebody commented in my Telegram chat today calling ChatGPT evil. And I disagree. All ChatGPT does is scrub the internet for language. The language that's used and just repeats that. So it's just a tool. The reason why ChatGPT promotes propaganda is because of entities like Google and the media that platform that wrong thing, that platform that propaganda. So it's not GPT's fault, ChatGPT's not being evil, it's what ChatGPT is scrubbing, which is the lies placed on the internet by media and scientific entities. So ChatGPT is just a tool. And there's some people using it for to, to do their business work, and it's helping them a lot. I tried playing around with ChatGPT, and it just... It, it can be a little bit of help for my supplement business, but for, for this work I do, the, the citizen journalism, because it's so heavily laden with propaganda that I can't ChatGPT... I couldn't get it to do anything for me for this business, but I might I might be able to use it a little bit for blog posts and ideas for conscious strength. But yeah, no, I don't think the GPT is evil. I think the you got to go back a step. Chat GPT is just scrubbing language from the internet. Who put that language on the internet? That's where the evil is. Have I seen the movie Transcendence? Interesting concept of AI in a way. No, I have not seen that movie. Do I think we'll ever find our true history? Honestly, probably not. There's probably a lot of information and details that are lost to the sands of time. And that's something we're going to have to accept and just live our lives with a big question mark on a lot of things. There may be some things we figure out, sure. But I would imagine that other things we might never know. Granted, we're going to be told by the powers that be that yes, this happened or this was that way or whatever the case. We're going to be sold a narrative. That's probably not true. And are we going to be able to find the truth under that narrative? Maybe not. It's something we're going to have to accept. The druids were the ones sacrificing people to the gods, and they even had the straw man filled with people and burned. Rome hated them. Are you sure, though? Or are you being sold false history, and you're believing it? Because there's some research I've come across about the druids where they weren't as heathen-y as made out to be. I mean, a lot of this false history we're sold is to prop up the establishment church as being some 
altruistic organizations and all, all the pagans and everybody who's not a part of the church or doesn't believe the way they do. They're the sacrificers. They're the murderers. But look at all these saints and people associated with the, the church in history. They're the wonderful people trying to convert everybody. Yeah, I don't know if I'd buy that. They think we came from monkeys. What's going on? Hey, I don't buy the mainstream science Darwinian think. But I also don't buy the establishment church zealot think. both culty. They're both culty group thinks. What's going Think this on? way if you don't, you're wrong. is if the winners write history winners write the textbooks right. don't they and they also sanitize certain textbooks out of the public consciousness I don't be right. there's the idea that the uh, library of Alexandria supposedly burned down but that was a false flag because special books the important books were taken out and hidden maybe who knows but yeah good point here with social media we write the history now except the problem is that the owners of social media can censor and sanitize that history to an extent but that's why uncensored and unadulterated social media is so imperative but also with social media they can still work to manipulate too right so social media is a very powerful tool being a pagan is a slippery slope to hell I don't agree with that I don't view hell as a literal place, first of all, but if we want to use that metaphor, there's a lot of people that call themselves a part of certain religions that sure act like, act in ways that put them on that slippery slope to hell too, so hey. So what if somebody prays to different gods or spirits than you do? Does that mean they're going to hell? That's some weird thinking there, I must say. 
and plus how many pagan tradi traditions just got subsumed into Christian teachings too. So, shit. A lot of traditions that Christians do these days originate from pagan traditions and they don't even realize it. So I guess we're all going to hell. Ah, shit. Will Trump ever admit he was wrong on the death jab? Well, I'll have to ask on? Trump that. I'm not going to be able to give you a 100% answer on that. All I can say is we'll see. Fauci files. Why haven't they been released? Well, that's an answer for Elon. You're wanting a lot of uh, you're wanting a lot of answers that can't be given to you right now, friend. I can give you my theory on that. I have a theory that the Fauci files haven't been released yet because they're probably waiting for the strategic moment to do so full impact get these congressional investigations going into the COVID origins start lighting a fire under Fauci's ass and then ooh Fauci files come out right at the perfect time for that but theory could be wrong comments are getting they're getting deep they're getting into some uh they're getting into some debates i don't want to get into tonight <laughs> we'd be ranting for a while and i'd probably make you guys mad with some of my thoughts Any cool weekend plans? Clickbait of the week stream with some bourbon. Sounds like fun to me. guys we'll finish up this stream any last uh, questions comments concerns complaints drop them in the chat uh, yeah and any of you guys um, in my VIP telegram channel I'll be doing a live chat Sunday morning by the way by the way 
Sunday morning live chat for all my Telegram VIP folks. Uh, what do we think about Josh Reed? I think he's all right. Um, I haven't checked out too much of his work or talked to him too much, so I don't have that confident or convicted of an opinion on him. So. But I got no problems. Clickbait of the week, why Clay Clark and Charlie Ward? Yeah, I don't know. I can't speak for Clay Clark. Not sure why he has some people at his events that he does, but I'll just say if I held an event that was about truth and awakening, I sure wouldn't be inviting Charlie Ward there. <laughs> Do I go deeper in my VIP chats or something? Yeah, sometimes. It's also a way that people can unmute themselves and I can converse one-on-one -on -one with folks. Yeah, I still have the Space Force shirts on jordansather.com. I got some Space Force shirts and a couple other designs. Um, there's a few designs that I'm gonna work on and get up there, but let's see. Got some Hold the Line shirts. Yeah, there's the Space Force tees. The Great Resist. That's a good one. And then uh, Defund the Media. So I got a few designs up there. Uh, if you got booted out of my Telegram group, send me an email with your username. I can unban you. It might not have been the admin. It might have been the group bot. Sometimes the group bot boots people out for thinking they're spam or something. So might not have been a mod. Anyway, I can add you back in. And the chat I do isn't in my public Telegram chat. It's in a, it's in a private one I have for... Anybody supporting me on Locals or jordansather.tv or Subscribestar. So if you're a paid supporter anywhere or Substack even, if you're a paid supporter anywhere, then I'll get you into the VIP Telegram chat room. Just let me know and I'll get you the link. Get in touch with me somewhere. Have I ever gone down the lost empire of Tartaria rabbit hole? No. And I'm not sure if I want to. There's a lot of there's a lot of overlap between the Tartaria stuff and the Flat Earth stuff. So that makes me question if I even want to spend the time diving into the Tartaria. Uh, honestly, my intuition tells me that there's a lot of nonsense down that Tartaria rabbit hole. So I just don't want to waste my time. And I saw a really good question somebody was making about the Tartaria stuff and that, you know, if there was this worldwide lost empire, then why are there so many differences in ancient cultures across the world in terms of language and customs and architecture and whatnot? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I need a t-shirt with a with a raccoon dog eating bat soup with Fauci. said clay clark makes his rounds everywhere to get exposure you believe clay has a desire to connect a lot of people together in the hopes of fusing more cohesion yeah i mean that's an argument to make giving him the benefit of the doubt sure although i'm more of like a i don't know i'm more of a purist let's just say that i'm a purist so there's certain bullshit Again, if, if I was running a show, there's certain bullshit I just wouldn't have there. Wouldn't allow there. For purity's sake, right? I wouldn't feel the need to have whoever the hell there or go who on whoever the hell show to promote it just for promotion's sake. Let's keep things pure. But... Other people do stuff their own way. Yeah, pyramids definitely do seem to be everywhere. There could be explanations for that. They don't involve some... Yeah, I, I, I can't even say much about the whole Tartaria thing, because I don't know much about it, but I've just seen bits here and there. And, uh, something about it sent off some red flags in my intuition. Yeah, I totally agree. Chat. The Flat Earth nonsense is completely inserted to discredit, and it's a, it's a poison the well tactic, and it wastes a lot of people's time energy tell you what it's a very easy test when you're following a variety of influencers and whatnot it's a very easy test to see who has good discernment and who doesn't though you see some YouTube channels or Telegram channels, Rumble channels, influencers, whoever. They start dabbling in it, and they start doing a bunch of content on it. And you're like, oh, okay. There's your tell. There it is. Unfollow. Alright guys, I'm gonna head out. Good chat.
Thanks for hanging. I like when these chats get, you know, I don't mind when they get controversial. But I, I do like when deeper subjects get talked about and asked and stuff, and it's just not the same, like the same kind of Q&A every time. I like going different places with these. So anyway, appreciate you guys. Thank you for the gold pills and D-Live lemons and rumble rants y'all gave. Thank you, and uh, I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you soon. Appreciate you guys. I will see you next time.